This is Maggie Millard from Kinexus, coming to you today to talk about process control charts, your roadmap to improvement. If you like this episode, please be sure to find us on iTunes and rate and review the show. It really helps other people to find us so that we can continue to spread continuous improvement. Organizations that subscribe to the Lean or Six Sigma business methodology and others that are devoted to continuous improvement often use a host of visual management tools to achieve consistency and introduce positive change. Kanban signs, huddle boards, and value stream maps are all very popular and effective. Process control charts are another valuable visual management tool for recognizing and reacting to process variation. Here are some details about why they're so useful. It's probably helpful to begin with a definition of process. A process is, quite simply, anything that gets done. It could be putting gas in your car, filling out a timesheet, delivering source code to QA, or checking in a patient. Each of these activities results in some output. Sometimes it's a product, but often it's a service or a deliverable to the next process. In addition to the result of the process, data is also generated. Statistical process control is the act of using that data to make the process better. The data might be related to timeliness, cost, quality, or quantity. A process control chart is a method of visualizing a process variable over time. They're useful in almost every industry, although not for every problem. By plotting process results on a chart, you're able to recognize variation in the process and understand the nature of that variation. Like many visual management tools, control charts get you to that aha moment more quickly than simply reading a list of data points. Variation in process variables should always be expected. Process control charts don't eliminate variation, and the object is not to make a process always produce average results. Instead, what they do is make the type of variation obvious. They create a stark distinction between common cause variation, which must be addressed within the process, and special cause variation, which is addressed outside of the process. Here's an example. Let's say it usually takes you between 30 and 40 minutes to drive to work every day. You can't predict your exact time on any given day, but you can be pretty sure that it will be between 30 and 40 minutes. The reason you can't predict the exact amount of time it takes to get to work, even though you leave at the same time of day and take the same route, is common cause variation. Maybe you miss a light one day, but not the next, or traffic runs a little slower from time to time. These are expected normal events that you can't change, so you simply build them into your expectations. Now imagine that one day you forget to pay your state registration fee and you get pulled over on your way to work. That day, it might take you 60 minutes to get there. Getting pulled over would be a special cause variation. In that case, a separate process, paying your registration, impacted the process you're tracking, driving to work. You don't have to stare at that chart for very long to realize that something unusual happened on the day you got pulled over. That day aside, you have a predictable process for getting to work. It can be said that the process is in control. The reason it's important to understand whether a variation is common or special cause is that the steps you take to improve the process are different in either case. Let's say you decide that you want to get to work faster. If you continue to leave at the same time of day and take the same route, you can expect the same average time. To reduce it, you need to change the process. Perhaps you leave earlier or invite a friend to ride along and take the carpool lane. These changes within the process itself may result in improvement. However, they won't address the special cause of getting pulled over. 
In order to resolve that issue, you need to do something about your process for paying your registration, not your process for driving to work. That's why process control charts are so useful. They tell you where to look for opportunities for improvement, and they also let you know if the improvements that you've implemented are producing the intended result against the variable you're tracking. Control charts can be easily applied to any process that produces data, resulting in a clear path to better performance. For more information about this topic, check out our blog at blog.kinexus.com, where you'll find a link about getting better metrics and understanding how to interpret them. That's it for today. I hope you like this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out the blog for more information.